everybody. Welcome. This is episode 411 of Young Black and Bothered. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Somebody got to say something. All right, well, hey, everybody. It's Iris. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. Sorry, I was trying to unmute my thing. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Shay, a.k.a. Shay Two Times. Y'all already know who I am, so I don't need no introduction. You heard me last night. Oh, shit, no introduction. No introduction. Not exactly. This man is okay. He's hot. Now, quick re- uh, recap for everybody. Um, we are back again after two weeks. I think I like this two week thing. Uh, we're gonna see how that works for you know going forward. But um, we do have tomorrow at the time y'all listening now. Both episodes of the YBAB Sports Desk will have dropped. Um, we we lightly touched on what we gonna touch on tonight, but I think we're gonna go in because I feel like the women's voice matter. Q's voice matters. Me, I'm gonna just sit this one out slightly but we're going to talk about obviously the will smith shit just like the other 170 podcasts you probably listen on all your dsps but before we get into that shit we have to obviously shoot the shit so anybody have any changes anything y'all want to get off your chest before we get into the shit i do i do go for it fuck job searching Fuck, fuck job fuck job searching Fuck jobs that give you a verbal offer, and then when they realize, oh shit, we don't have the budget for it, and then they pull it. Fuck them. Fuck y'all who do that shit. Anyway, fuck job section. Fuck that shit. It sucks. That's all I gotta say. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, it's a stressful process, so I get it. Yeah. I mean, listen to Shay. Like, she went and Left and I feel and like, like in New York. Oh, go ahead, Chris. oh shit. I was just gonna say, I feel like the job search that you keep seeing people posting all this, oh, remote jobs, oh, join tech, oh, do this, do that. But when you try to fucking join these shits, it's like they're not even calling people back. Are, they, are y'all getting callbacks? I mean, I get them sometimes, but not really, at least not for a position no. worthwhile. You need to, okay. No. It's really. I was not getting called back. So when I, I had my last job search, um, I wasn't getting callbacks until I had my resume looked at and updated by somebody who. Who? I mean, yeah. I no, pay. I did the same thing. I paid for mine. I paid. I had to drop two hundred for a resume. I think it was worth it because I got my job that I'm currently at. But I'm just like, are y'all really looking, or y'all just you know looking at the algorithm? Here's the thing, okay. Because so it's the same me. <laughs> I'm on the other end um, because I'm a recruiter now, but it's really, people's resumes really be trash. Like, I haven't seen yours, but like, mm-hmm. people's resumes don't be readable. It just be a lot of stuff. And if you're, and if it's a company that has like a high volume of um, applicants, they, the, the recruiters, so yeah, like I looked through my, um, resumes manually i wish i had a system that i could just sort it and make it easy but um uh, folks don't have time to be digging through folks resumes like that for real like it's so the resume really has to be able to like stand out and be a one because that's the first line before it even gets to hiring managers it's got to go through some folks who probably have a bunch of different requisitions and it's Mm -hmm. just like that the resume has to be 
it's got to be not only just like good, like good, but like a lot of folks have a lot of flowery shit on their resumes now because they want it to look pretty. No, no, duh. Because yeah. I'm over here. Like a lot of folks have just a lot of stuff. It's like no, just just shit on the resume. I'm like no. Where are your skills section, and where are the things your actual responsibilities, the things that you actually did? So now that I see a lot of people's resumes these days, I'm like, damn, folks' resumes really be trash. And even when I got my resume looked at and redone, um, she only changed a couple things, and that made all the difference. And if my resume yeah, same got with red, same with yeah, because. She was saying that the readability was kind of trash. She was like, I mean, like, so she just mainly reformatted it as some little buzzwords. But yeah, it's. So is it just like you can have them just because I because I know when I look at resumes or I've seen resumes that used to come in my old office when I was there. It would be a basic ass resume, but like you're there. And you're like, oh, your resume's so good. I'm like, is it? Basic is because I'm really shit. Yeah, <laughs> like basic as far as like format, because it's more mainly about the information and how easy the information is to be pulled out of the resume. That makes all the okay. difference in the world. Because I know when I'm looking at some resumes, I'm like, brother, sometimes it should be too long. I'm like, all right, this mess shit. I don't got the time to look through all this. Somebody, somebody submitted a 15 page resume for an internship for me before. I was like, for that's an internship? Anybody got time? Right, that's wild. Like, and also, like, folks wasting their time with cover letters. In my oh, yeah, time. I don't like that shit. I don't, I don't read them. They don't even create one anymore unless but they But they make you, they be like, please, yeah. cover letter. So unless I don't request it, I don't even bother with that. Right. I stopped applying to jobs that require cover letters. Like, when I was doing it. I just, because I'm like, I don't I'm even be reading that. that shit. They don't. Oh, yeah. I, if, I, I'm a person. I don't have time to read no damn cover letter. I really, I don't have the time. The minute I see cover letter in an an announcement, you must. uh, If I see you must send a resume and cover letter, I on Indeed, I click uh, next job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the same way. way. Unless it's something like I'm really because it it, it just really be. If the pay is good, I'm doing it. Like if it's a job out. Really, because the thing is, they're most likely not reading it. So it's like, all right, I it's, I gotta like think to myself, I know I'm they not gonna read this shit, so I'm about to waste my time doing this shit. But it's for a job that I really want or a salary that I really want. Yeah, because it's like a blurb, really. It's just a blurb of what you do. So. Even that, like, just put the objective on the top of your on the your resume. If if for all that, you know, I don't do that either. But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris, Shay, y'all have anything before we get into the shit for real? Nah, I really don't have nothing, honestly. Just, I've been working so hard. That's all of my life. Oh, that. no, 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 no. I got something real quick, real quick, real quick. Oh, go for it. So, I know y'all know it was the Hooray takeover for D.C. And Issa Rainbow <laughs> Company was in D.C. And you want to know something I realized that transplant Washington is way different than DC native Washington. And there's like a who's who crowd of transplant Washington that would never fit in with the who's who crowd of native Washington. If that makes sense. 
So, so I'm like at this. It makes a lot of sense. I'm at this who I'm at this who Ray event, and I'm seeing all like the little fake ass DMV influencers who aren't from the DMV. They're just people who moved to DC, and now they have their little blogs and pictures. And I'm like, y'all niggas is annoying because y'all really just being here with your own set of people that all migrated here and you're not really even really trying to be a part of DC. You're really just trying to be a part of the flashy look. I work at the Capitol or I, you know, um, you know, I'm just some doing some NGO work or something like that. And you, you're, you're just in DC. It's just weird to me. It was just a weird dynamics because I'm like, I'm seeing people in here and everybody's like, oh my God, they so popping. But I'm like, yo, these niggas really lame for real. And they y'all only cool in this circle. Like if it was outside this circle, y'all wouldn't be cool. Y'all be feeling like that, that when y'all go for, out. I feel like that goes for a lot of like influencer type people. Um, cause like Yeah, it's just weird. Like, what's up with y'all? And then it's always about a camera, aesthetic, a look. Right. Like, are y'all even having fun? I was seeing them just like, you know, fake taking pictures like they having a good time, but they really not having a good time because that shit was hot as fuck and it was uh, too many fucking people. Like, niggas was standing in line for three hours and Issa Rae ain't even pull up to this event. She wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> niggas waited three hours to get in there. And then you get up there, it's just like, you know, the DMV influencers. Well, I call them the transplant influencers because they're not from the DMV. And then they they sit up there and talk about the city like they run this shit. And I'm like, y'all don't run this. Y'all run y'all little factions of the city. Like, y'all have your own little cliques hosted by the same old promoters that invite the same fucking guest list. And then that's why you guys seem popping. It's not organic. It's all Mm -hmm. just cahoots. Cahoots within each other. I don't know. That was just my observation of this weekend when I was at the event. I was like, man, y'all think it's weird. Okay. <laughs> what about you? So you got anything? Well, I'm not sex in the city. I'm dickless yeah, in not. the city. <laughs> and I'm getting frustrated. You're dickless in it, but New York got all the dick according to, you know, uh America. Like they got the highest population of men, right? Do they? Like California. I'm, it ain't even, it's the caliber of men, first of all, because oh. what I'm saying, it's not you even. Got, you got tired of being called your mom? <laughs> I've been I've been nigga a lot. I've been getting more compliments <laughs> from women here than anything. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Funny no, wait a minute. Wait, they calling you nigga. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, what? Nigga. <laughs> hey, he was like, what's up? He was like, he was like, what's up, nigga? What's oh, no. Up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I had to look mm-hmm. behind me like, is he talking to me? But he was definitely making eye contact like, yeah, you. No, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, pretended to be... Was- I didn't even have my AirPods in my ear, but I pretended that I did, like I was having a conversation because my phone was in my hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, this is an immediate walk away, because what? Well, he knew how to get your attention, though, instead of saying, hey, sweetheart, or something <laughs> like that. He was like, hey, nigga. Hey, you know what? Hey, what's up? One day. Hey, what's nigga, what's up, nigga? On? That's definitely, uh, and you know what? He probably has some of the roughest 
wild sex. He probably called women all types of bitches and mm-hmm. everything when he having sex. Because that the greeting alone was just enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's like, hey, nigga, out loud in public, either they about to shoot you or they trying to fucking <laughs> silly. So there's that. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. So normally on the docket, we usually do first 48, but we're just going to get straight into the shit. I know what y'all here for. Obviously, the episode... For now, it's called The Pursuit of Slappiness because anybody who's been living under a rock, clearly, um, yeah. So, I'm going to just play the clip and then we're going to get into it. Oh, I guess the clip don't want to work. So, we can actually talk about it really briefly. So, the Oscar, I'm going to play the clip once it actually does Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Can we act it out? I don't even want to hear the clip. That shit caused me so much second hit. Like, I was like, Oh, when I actually heard the clear, full version, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was cringing inside so hard. Yeah. Let me be Let me be yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> well, I stand for I stand for a good bitch uh-huh. slap. Every now and again, especially when a man has to bitch slap somebody. It just, it brings me joy to see that a man isn't against bitch slapping another man every now and again. It has to happen. My thing Agreed. was, okay, if we we, we going to go into it. The first, my first, very first reaction was like Iris said, like very, like secondhand embarrassment. I'm like, oh my God, this nigga really got smacked in front of national TV live. <laughs> then I'm like, yo, first of all, let me tell y'all some backstory. Will Smith was getting on my fucking nerves for the past couple of years. Like, I don't know why, but he was just utterly annoying to me. I really wish he would shut the fuck up. I was tired seeing his ass doing happy shit. I don't know why, but Will Smith was just really pissing me off. I hated his movies. I was like, damn, why is he always got to be the star for everything? Like, nigga, you couldn't even play a side role when he was Suicide Squad and didn't come back. He was just too much of a hater. <laughs> I was mad. That's I really how I feel about Will Smith. I didn't fuck with Will Smith. Whoa, damn. Beyonce? Yeah, we got so much hair. We'll, we'll come back to this. <laughs> we'll come back to this. But yeah, so I, I really wasn't fucking with Will Smith at the time. But when I saw that slap, my whole idea of him changed. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I really fuck with this nigga because he slapped this nigga for his wife. It was real nigga energy. It was That's just some cool. real nigga energy that just succumbed me. I was just like, oh my God, Will Smith. I'm back on your team. I fuck with you again. Yeah. But then today I been, I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, that's really kind of some bitch ass shit because you know Will Smith only did it because it was Chris Rock. Nigga wouldn't have slapped mm-hmm. nobody else like that. Like, no, I hate really that. Think argument, of it like that. Hold on, y'all. Like, Will Smith really works out. Will Smith could I probably bitch slap This ain't the first niggas. time Will Smith slapped somebody, by the way. This ain't the first time. He made a lot of pussies yeah. pulsate. Which, yeah, wow. but like what I was saying, I'm like, it's not like Will Smith was a bitch. Like, he definitely had a history of standing up for himself. He's never been someone to foe. So I get that. But at the same time, Chris Rock is a little ass nigga. Like, what are you, what are you proving? Like, smacking this little ass nigga on the stage. I don't know. Come on, I'm he still not had heart. He's not listen, Kevin Hart, bro. I'm, He's I'm not so like happy that yeah. Will Smith did it. I don't think he was wrong. I think he was justified. I saw Jada's face. She looked humiliated. Like, she really looked so bad. When I seen Jada's face, 
I was like, oh, I see why we'll slap the shit out of you. Like, because you, and then I also think it was a buildup because they've been, we as a society or, or like a culture has been so hard on the Smiths. Like right. they, they, they calling him a bitch. He wasn't even been calling him a simp for supporting his wife. Like all these disrespectful things saying that she cheated on him. She never cheated. They was in an open relationship. And for y'all dumbasses who don't know what the fuck an open relationship means, it means they are allowed to do shit. She's not cheating. He's not because he had other girlfriends. No, too. been in that open relationship no, for years. And everybody for been years about it for years. Like I don't understand why people act like it was news. <laughs> but, but the way they I try to frame it, like Jade is just some <laughs> devious snake, like who right. set Will up and she uh, twisted this. I seen this in one of my group chats. Niggas was really like she took advantage of a young boy. I'm like that nigga was 26. He wasn't no yam young boy. I mean, he was young, but he wasn't that young. Like, come on now. Long out of proportion just because of who it was. Like, the that Will was messing with wasn't like a fame, a celebrity. No, <laughs> he was literally messing with Margaret Robbie on the set of Suicide Squad. But the difference is, August Alcina wanted to boost ratings for his album and he was being a little bitch, so he made, he exposed her. Yeah. Yep. It's not her fault that he got exposed. Nick, bitches expose niggas all the time. They come to you as a woman, they post all the screenshots. This was just the first time a nigga exhibited some bitch ass energy towards a woman. Men still find a way to blame said woman. And I'm like, yo, what is wrong with y'all? To me, it just proved that a lot of people hate women, yo. Like they really was trying to blame Jada for this. Like while she embarrassed his wife, it's her job to make him feel secure enough that he doesn't feel like he has to do that. Like, what the fuck are y'all niggas even talking about? Like, yeah, so that. Like, I'm just so tired of this, the males just being so bitch turned or whatever the fuck they are. They just so upset at the world that they be making their own narratives and just running with it. Like, Jada did not cheat on Will. Will loves his wife. And that's something y'all niggas don't know exists. Because you're up here. They can't relate. Like, you can't relate to a man loving a woman so much that he would, they, they would work it out. You can't believe that a man would love a woman so much that he would slap a nigga for her. Like, y'all just don't understand that that kind of love can exist if you weren't fucking playing around like a dumbass fool and saying dumbass shit like you're saying right now. So I don't know. That was my take. I I feel like Will was justified. I mean, slap that nigga, fuck him. <laughs> I sure so, My take is a little... All right, so yeah, I have no problem with what happened because sometimes people, a lot of people were trying to say like, oh, but Chris Rock is a comedian. I'm like, this ain't the first, nor will it be the last time that a comedian got smacked or put hands on him because he said some shit that somebody else saw. Hello? So why are we acting like this is new? <laughs> like, y'all, like, I, I don't understand why people all of a sudden are so like, oh, violence isn't the answer. Well, we just had a whole conversation <laughs> when the news broke about Chadwick Boseman. Everybody was all bleeding hard crying on tw- on Twitter talking about how, oh, this is why you can't talk about people's appearances. You never know what they're going through. But now, all of a sudden, like, but Chris Rock is immune to that because he's a comedian. Excuse me? What? Right. Which was, right. like, what? But my other slightly different take is, I feel like this was, like, less about defending Jada and more I do believe that it was more ego driven than that I do think that it was like kind of like one of those things where it's like 
bruh, you said this again, and I'm just about to sit here and let you clown my wife after the whole internet been clowning me mm-hmm. for like a year. Mm-hmm. Let me show these days. Let me show everybody that we just not doing this. So I feel like it was right, less I'm about good. protecting and defending black women. Because I know folks are trying to make this a whole like, oh, look, defend black women. Think I don't really think of it. I don't really think it like that. I think it's definitely more like male ego driven, but I still don't see a real problem with it. I know some folks be like, violence is never the answer. Like Toxic words can't be violent and triggering. <laughs> we always talk about how folks well, folks try to talk about now how like, oh, you can't just say anything to everybody. You can't just be saying shit. People have real fit. But let me, let's just look at how this is an example of how you can't just be saying whatever you want to whoever you want, however you want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I still again still think it was male ego driven. Less about protecting um like black beat this up. And you know what I kinda day. thought about? How does Jada feel? Because like she already said she hates when Will acts on his ego. Do y'all remember when she was talking about how for her fiftieth birthday or fortieth birthday, one of them, he did like this whole thing where he like tracked her lineage and ancestry and she was just like it was the worst display of the male ego. Ever and I, I just hate when Will does that. So I'm like, I don't think she felt like she see this ego thing. I don't think she felt like that because she hasn't said anything. Right, she hasn't said anything. But they didn't show her after the smack. They didn't show her face after the smack. It wasn't like she was like, yeah, smack that nigga, hubby. Yeah, y'all gonna hate my opinion on this one, but I'm letting y'all get y'all shit off because it's coming. Um, whew. yeah, y'all, y'all definitely gonna hate my opinion on this one. Uh, whew. All right, first and foremost, I am a male, so I'm going to be absolutely biased on a lot of this shit, and I don't really care about personal opinions other than mine in this regard. Um, I'm having an opinion just okay. like everybody else has. Um, and I just I'm just telling this to the listeners because somebody's gonna be like, "Well, damn, Greg, you going kind of hard." Um, Q already had like a teaser of this. I blame three people in this circumstance: Will, Chris Rock, and the Academy. I'll start with the Academy. The Academy saw what was going on and decided that they were going to capitalize on that shit by keeping the cameras rolling. They could have easily cut to commercial and I get it like it's live TV and shit like that, but it's been nothing but fucking think pieces for the last Mm -hmm. 48 hours. And it started with, Hey, we're with Will Smith and you know, we understand why he would do that. He's protecting his wife and stuff like that. But nobody until today started saying, you know what? Maybe he wasn't protecting Jada. He was protecting his ego. That man needs therapy. And that's just my personal opinion on it. So I want to just like pivot into, you know, Will. But that's my smoke for the Academy. But they're already, you know, a piece of shit with the Oscar so white now. It's like, okay, well, it's going to be even whiter now. Because I'm like, damn, like this. And don't forget, act. they could have they stopped him from going on the stage. Exactly. They stopped that man from walking up on that stage. Oh, oh that, was, that was, thank you they for knowing. They knew how their ratings were doing. They knew that that was going to be good. So I don't think that they like, because mm-hmm. I know some people were saying like, oh, it's fake. It was staged. They need, I don't think they initiate, like did anything yep. to the, they were like, when they saw what shit was going down, they were like, I mean, let's keep mm-hmm. it. Let's see where this yep. goes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, like, the ca- with the cameraman, like, the cameramen were going and they pivoted to Den- they pivoted to Denzel and Tyler Perry first. How did the other black men feel about it? And then it was like, let's look at Sharice Theron and uh, all these other motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, why, why are y'all getting people reactions to it? Like, it, it was weird as fuck to me. So I'm like, all right, it's real performative, but whatever. Um, I'll definitely go to the next showed next. that dapper from Samuel L. Jackson. Sam was with the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sam was with the shit. He was like, yeah, bruh. Exactly. So, 
So when I don't it came to Lupita, Lupita was like, oh my God. Well, that's the thing. Lupita, Lupita gave the look that, she gave that look like, you know what? Like, if you don't want him, I do, because that's what, you know, I don't know who's moving dishes in the background. Please me, oh, but sorry. basically, um, basically with that, you know, moving towards Will, my issue with Will is like, he had this eloquent speech about like how he, you know, how he felt and all these other things. I'm like, okay, so you can use your words. What made you put your hands on that man? Like, I get it. Like you feel like you were protecting your wife, but you were, in my personal opinion, protecting your ego because nobody's talking to the fact that this. Yeah. Well, for me, it was the issue of like, he was laughing like shit. He was laughing like everybody else. Everybody's like, oh, he it's an uncomfortable laugh. Motherfucker, it's a laugh at the end of the day. So, I don't care how you I don't care how you slice I, that. I shit. think he was laughing at I the just, drug before. I don't think he was really thing. laughing at that. I don't because think he the was way they did it so fast, it was kind of right. like I barely I'm still it. laughing. I still ain't even get my laughs out for the last joke. And then when I realized, oh shit, that joke was about my bald ass wife. I'm about to slap mm-hmm. the shit out of you. That's what I think yeah. I have. Well, also, I like, think I have, I, yeah, Jane, I, I, the forefront I, I, of their mind. It took me a minute, but I'm pretending yeah, well, to engage. And yeah. then when I realized what someone had said, I'm right. like, did they just say that? Exactly. I think that was one Absolutely. of the where it's like he's putting on face, of course, because tonight mm-hmm. is night. So he's just laughing at everything until he realizes mm-hmm. what's being said, right. and or also noticing her face. Like you, he could that's have what I was getting to in good faith, and then mm-hmm. seen her reaction and thought because guys would also would would also um, change my mind about it. If everything was seeing how he attacked them in the 2016 Grammys because they chose not to participate when Will wasn't known. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. he did a whole thing on Will and Jada then. So and yeah. that's why I think that's also mm-hmm. what I think offset the slap. Like, nigga, you're not tonight is about me. So you're not gonna come for us again after mm-hmm. you know I mean you got away with it the first time. Now I'm here and I'm being nominated and you're bringing it back to us again. And then you're not just making it about me. You're making it about my wife who, who happens to have a condition due to her, you know, that causes her to have this bald head. So exactly. I don't. Think I would also like to say that Chris Rock was about overdue for a slap because he thinks it's cutesy to let white people say nigga in front of his face. Hello, thank that you, was my you. main so, argument. Iris with the goddamn Louis CK shit. Oh my god! So I was about to get there. I was about to get there. My bad, Greg. Go ahead. No problem. So I got to get back to Will because y'all were really like talking about some points that I was about to hit on, but I got to get into them too. So when it came to that, because I'm going back to the whole idea of him laughing. I got to start there because that's where it is. According to the clip, as he's telling the joke, Will Smith is laughing. I get it. Like, you know, you have that pause and stuff like that. Uh, Shay had mentioned that he looked over at his wife and saw how uncomfortable she was. And in my personal opinion, he could have said what he said after the slap that, you know, completely like negated the need for the slap. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. He didn't have to get up. That, for me, felt performative. That's why I was like, Jada had no part in this. Jada's being used, in my personal opinion, as a pawn of the reasoning behind him doing that shit. Will just had enough. Somebody said on Facebook in like one of those groups, they were like, oh, like it felt like Will Smith was tired of not the shit that was being said about Jada. What's being like, you know, the Smith family just being in this bubble of like just being weird. You know, Jaden wearing the fucking Batman uh, suit to the wedding and shit. Uh, Willow saying she's writing letters to Tupac. Will, you know, obviously dealing with the August and Jada situation. Like enough was enough. And obviously Chris is a victim. But when I say a victim, I don't mean it like that. So let me get into Chris real quick. 
first and foremost for me, one of the best movies I've seen from Chris Rock was the documentary Good Hair. So I was really disappointed in Homeboy for going and saying, bro, like you're talking about a black woman's hair. One on that TV show, however the fuck mm-hmm. you want to slice it. But you directed that shit. And I don't care how you try to slice him when it comes to like if he knew the joke or not. Oh, I'm sorry. If you knew about her alopecia, you fucking knew. You have enough of a relationship with Will, at least to know that his wife is like that. And if you don't, somebody needs to educate you. So I think um, Pam said last night on the sports desk that that uh, script is pre-written. So he added those jokes in because he wanted to say them. But like Shay said, also, this is a repeat offense for him. 2016, he did the same things. And back again in 2022, he's going and continuing his behavior. Is the slap justified for me? No. I feel like Will could have either handled it backstage because, I mean, whatever, or he could have said exactly what he said in that clip. I'm going to see if I can play it now. Let me know if y'all hear it. I got to see it. It's really good. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please. Lord, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) This was a that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an Oscar out for best. Okay, so I'm not going to play the other like 30 seconds of it. Um, I'll land my plane by saying all three, in my personal opinion, are not toxic like these fucking articles say. Will is definitely guilty for using that opportunity to go and slap what he could literally say what he said after the slap to him from right where he was fucking sitting. And the only reason I say that is because I know me. I'm halfway crazy. You come and slap me on national fucking TV. You're not making it back to your seat. But then again, Shay had mentioned that, you know what, like, what was it about, like, him saying that Seinfeld and all them can call him nigga and shit? Chris no, Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, that, Steinfeld was the only person who that, stood up to that, that nigga. Oh. Right. I, I just think it's all weird. But again, like, I don't feel like Jada is wrong in any regard. And I hate the fact that, like, She's getting these think pieces and stuff like that to the point where she actually had to speak out. She said that this is a season for healing. Um, this was what she said maybe like three or four hours ago. She went and posted this on her social media and she pretty much spoke on that. I feel like they are getting tired of opening up to the public because the public for years, 15, 20, 30 years have been like, oh, we, you know, we allude to, you know, what Will Smith does. They thought that he was sleeping with Eva Mendez and Margot Robbie and all that. And it could have been true. But the issue is once they started speaking out and, you know, people started to get information, it wasn't information they were ready to give out. 
I still like they still aren't ready to tell the world their fucking business. When August did what he did, which I think was absolute bitch behavior, you know, I was like, I like, I don't want them going on red table talk and telling us, but they had to address it because it's like it's out there now. Now we need to like say things. My issue was Will was kind of like, in my personal opinion, I'm defending him. Like he seemed broken, like he still hadn't fixed it, and they haven't fixed their own relationship. So he was kind of like fixing it in the media, and that led to Sunday night. Was like, yo, y'all still haven't fixed that shit. Y'all are getting better. I feel like they're going out in public more. They're starting to adapt their relationship and try to work on that. And they've been doing that for the past, what, two years since that situation happened with the whole entanglement shit. So it kind of like all came out at once. And it had nothing to do with what Jada did with August, what Jada had said to him previously. That was some shit where he's like, yo, like I'm trying to get back in the good graces of my wife. I'm trying to build this bondage relationship. And here you go disrespecting her. So you have to answer to that shit. I feel like this shit just, I feel like, I know that there are more people out here Mm -hmm. that have just done things in a split second that they just didn't think about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we as people are putting so much thought into something that exactly. was just a split second reaction. You have <laughs> right. to remember that as, right. a, as a human being, we're look at how we're literally processing this. We're literally putting mm-hmm. so much thought into this split second decision that he made where, yes, he could have chosen to go one route, but he went another and. And that's okay because he's human. And as humans, sometimes we just make fucked up decisions. We make mistakes. And we're putting so much emphasis on who he is and who his wife is and the things that they've been through. And with it, we have to remember that as famous people, they knowingly choose to share their lives openly on media platforms. So they they expect the backlash. They expect the jokes and the memes. They they aren't. I don't even think none of that shit even has anything to do with the slap. Yep. Agreed. I completely think that this slap was just about the Chris Rock disrespect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he just had a moment where he was like, "You talking about my oh nigga? Now I'm about to slap you. Like you got me. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, yeah. And it just so, happened. So let me ask you, Shay, and you know everybody else, you can chime in as well. Do you feel like Chris Rock should accept the apology knowing that we've already eliminated the fact of it being the, you know, issues with Jada and Will and everything that happened before that night? It was more so the joke. Do you he feel already like, did. He, he already did. did. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, question, the, question, the question was not like to apologize. It was the acceptance of said apology. Do you think like Chris Rock should accept that apology or should he yeah. just leave it where it is? I mean, now, why do you think he should that accept he already, it? Go ahead. I mean, because it is what it is. He told a bad joke. You got a reaction. That's what happens. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, what, what is it to to? to just, I mean, the sorry? only thing that I feel like. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Sorry, she's cutting in. And out. Yeah, she's cutting in and out. What are you about to say, Shay? Yeah. I I think that the history of it will of them, the things that they've mm-hmm. worked on together, and coming up as you know. As two black men, successful black men in the industry, I think that they will definitely forgive one another and recover from the incident. Both of them have issued apologies. I think that the apologies will be accepted. I even mm-hmm. think that a personal conversation may be had between the two because Will is really a mature man. Like the things mm-hmm. that he to even expose 
himself in in ways and be so vulnerable to the public. I don't see him a lot. And this did take away from his moment, but I don't see him not allow, you know, accepting Chris's apology and, and moving forward, you know, with their friendship. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. see that. but, um, you know, you never know. Sometimes people can be just sick of it and sick of an individual and just mm-hmm. don't want anything and won't have anything to say about, you know, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. That may be his play, but the type of person that he portrays himself to be in the care mm-hmm. in the characteristics <clears throat> that I've seen of him, I I mm-hmm. think that he'll forgive them and, and they'll move on. Mm-hmm. Anybody... But I also feel like, like, kind oh, of like, um, it was one of those things, like, what do you do when you do something? Like, the, there's consequences for every Agreed. action. So oh, yeah. he told a bad joke. He got slapped. It's over. The only thing I personally don't agree with is the Academy talking about maybe we should take his Oscar away. Exactly. Now, that's a bullshit. Now, that yeah. shit is like, hold up, white people. Y'all, y'all yeah. going too far. And that's exactly who's causing that hysteria, the white people. Yeah, exactly. The white people. That was my issue right there. And then Jim Curry fucking strong face ass. Oh, like, nobody asked that nigga to say anything. Yes, I mean, they I guess Gail did. Gail did, well, did wife, but I'm like, nah. Come on. She's so fucking white. Jim. I really want to stop asking her. random ass people their fucking takes. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I hate that okay, shit. So, stop. Hold on, Q. You're going to have to speak things. up, bro. Okay, so two things. Two things. One, yeah, Jim Curry. I mean, and all white people to sit this one out. And two, you know this is going to be a red table talk it's coming really, really soon. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't want to see this shit at the table. Let this shit <laughs> die. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Like, yeah. he got smacked. Yeah. He apologizes over. He's not pressing charges. He ate that shit. It's not like he got knocked out. Like, exactly. Come on, you know what? Yeah. I want to smack every day. I would like to see them monetize the situation and bring Will and Chris to the t- to the red table. Nope. Um, you know how much money they would make from that? Because everyone would want to see them reconcile. Like, I think that's nope. a wonderful fucking idea. Yeah. And then that'll... Oh, I want to see them in the rink. I want to see them wreck it. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I just... I'm at, I'm at the point. The situation happened. I would rather them yeah. do what we keep asking everybody else to do on social media. And not make everything public. Like, if y'all apologize to each other in public, y'all accept the apologies. Like, y'all can put out y'all statements. Hey, we've talked. We worked it out on the back end. Cool. I don't need a red table talk for an hour and 45 minutes. Y'all talking about it and then y'all laughing and shit. Because Will, like, he he has to move on from situations. And I'm not saying Jada red table talks has that situation where he won't let him. But having that on red table talk is like, bro, like, okay, now it just looked performative. Like, y'all could have apologized over the phone. And we could have never known outside of the fact that y'all put out the statement. I appreciate it, but move the fuck on. I just something about yeah, having a red like table talk. Being to me. On, oh, good. I feel Sorry. like it being on red table talk would make it look like the whole thing was staged. Like exactly. I feel like it would just make it look like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because people have been saying that. They already know. saying it was an Illuminati ritual. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why I said it was that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Now, hold on, we have two voice most of my play these, and then we're going to keep going. Uh, if, what's our final thoughts on this before we go into the next article? Are you guys going to talk about, you know, kind of how it affected um, Questlove's win for Summer of Love, like how people were kind of still readjusting? Yeah, um, 
for somebody who yeah, watched bits and pieces of that show, all I know is, you know, congratulations to him first and foremost, but nobody really of color really watches the fucking Oscars to begin with. The only people who watched it was because they were hoping that Will was going to win. We treat that shit like, okay, you know, let me know when it's best actor, whenever somebody we know is in there. So that situation happened, but people, in my personal opinion, weren't watching for Questlove. They were watching for Will. And I mean, congratulations to Questlove, but it definitely took away from his moment, if you want that answer. So what about y'all? How y'all feel? I mean, it was just kind of like one of those things that took away from the whole night. It wasn't just yeah. Quest Love. Like, nobody cared about anything other than the slap for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> they could have had uh, Boo Boo the Fool up there getting the Oscar. Yeah. You it's know what's all so about funny. the smack. <laughs> they, put, they put out more articles about Will Smith and the, the slap than they did announcing who actually won the fucking awards, which I was, I was like, yo. Exactly. <laughs> Who won the awards? Oh, we just gonna talk about Will for the seventy six article. Straight cool. So wow, yeah. And you know I mean, what I, I also it. hate? I'm tired of black people saying that when shit happens in the black community, it's setting us back. Mm-hmm. I wish y'all would stop with that shit. It ain't nothing setting us back. And y'all so pressed to be glorified and, you know, accepted amongst the whites. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Y'all want to be a coon to the Oscar so bad. That's fine. But I mean, I'm just like, yo, I really don't care if I look crazy in front of white people because I'm not here to please white people. I'm here to do me. And if y'all just happen to fuck with it, that's cool. And if y'all don't, I don't give a shit because I'm not on this earth to please white people. They're like, oh, my God, we work so hard to get here. I don't really care to be here. They don't want my black ass here. No way. So why do I want to be? They're only getting, they're only there. For the ratings, they're only awarding them because of the boycotts. So you have to also understand that whether this situation happened or not, there's still limitations to what they will mm-hmm. allow from you know. Right. Bingo. Like, okay. You know, black folk always want to act like they so fucking embarrassed when they the same ones who walk around. Right. And, and then they act like white people and never they fight. White people Bruh, never okay. get in trouble. Like, here was my whole thing. Here's the first of all, I, I reposted something about like, yo, it's really crazy how folks be acting like like white people are the pillar of civility and right. shit. Like they didn't put on their Sunday best outfits to watch people get murdered in hang from trees. But anyway. <laughs> right. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, Iris. Here's my other thing. <laughs> here's my other thing though. So we just watched the whole um like um Katanji. Um, the um, the whole like uh, confirmation for the Supreme Court and everything, and we see how this woman, who's way more like decorated and has way more um, accolades and accomplishments than everybody else, most experienced person, seated, most experienced seated Supreme Court justice, and we still, she still, people, there are people who still not take her seriously. Trying to see, like, oh, what's her LSAT score? Like, asking all these other questions. They will literally never take us seriously. They exactly. will try to do anything to police them. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous, y'all. I really yeah. need my people to free themselves from mm-hmm. white acceptance. For real, for real. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You'll never have it. Upholding white supremacy. You yeah. are upholding white supremacy when you use white people to be the pillar of excellence. Like, oh my God, you have to 
walk. That's why you know what I hate when people try to correct me when I'm trying to speak my ebonics. No, niggas, I want to talk like this. I want to speak the vernacular of my hood ass ancestors. I'm not trying to sound like Billy Joe and Sarah Lee. I'm trying to sound like me. Like, <laughs> no, like it's so annoying. And then. Like, they already want us to change our hair. They want us to change our style. They want us to change our culture. But then they want to capitalize off of all the things they want us to stop fucking doing. No, I'm sorry. Hello. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not rocking no more. I, I say we take our black asses back to the Image Awards. I'm not even pressed to go to the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oscar ain't did shit for me. The only Oscar I really cared about was when 3-6 Mafia won. So, I mean, honestly... I'm good off the Oscars. It's you not entertaining. It's, <laughs> it's boring as shit. It's always white ass directors. It's always like the same people. I don't give a fuck about Martin Scorsese. I don't give a fuck about Steven Spielberg. I don't care about any of y'all. I'm sorry. I just don't. Y'all ain't this shit for me. I don't see y'all casting any black leads that don't, you know, have anything to do with slave movies besides mm-hmm. the uh, King Richard joint. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it yep. wasn't that a black director? Yep. For King Richard? Yes, it was. That's what I'm saying. Yes, like, they they only using us. They keep using us, and y'all think that they're giving us... When it, uh, I think it was um, Malcolm X saying they will give us symbolic things instead of real change. They throwing out these little symbolic wins, like, oh, yeah, another black actress gets the Oscar. Like Halle Berry asked. She cried up there on stage years ago and there still ain't been another one since exactly cried boohoo tears for the white man mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah <laughs> agreed all right we got one more voicemail and we won't get into the next topic i think they should kiss you're funny you are fucking funny that would be you're wild funny. you're funny. but they funny. did say will smith dabble so maybe I don't you know what? <laughs> chill. chill out oh my goodness all right so Moving on from that, let me make sure I have the marker so when people listen to the show, like, I'm tired of hearing that. So at 46 minutes, they pretty much we stopped talking about that. Uh, moving right along, um, I found out a piece of news today that I thought was very interesting about um, why I hate roller coasters. So there was Ooh, a teen yeah. who, yeah, he fell to his death from a thrill ride at an Orlando amusement park. Uh, kind of like that, that Tower of Doom shit where you, like, you're strapped into like a seatbelt or whatever, and then like you drop from like, I think they said it was 400 square, uh, 400 feet actually. So according to the article, it says that a rising high school, middle school, I'm sorry, a uh, rising middle school football player from Missouri, only 14, but about six foot five and well over 300 pounds by the name of Ty Sampson fell to his death from a towering Florida amusement park, right? Lawyers from uh, his family want to know if it was negligence about his size or other factors played a role. The young man was very athletic. He was big. He had no way of knowing, said Bob Hiller, a Texas attorney who represented his mom, Nakia Dye, in an interview on Saturday. Uh, more about the article, it says that he dropped out of his seat from the Orlando Freefall, a ride that is taller than a Statue of Liberty along a busy street in the heart of Orlando's tourist district, but not far from Disney World. It was about a 430-foot drop. Mm. And... It says that the ride takes patrons up to about 430 feet. So they face the ground for a moment and then plummets to the ground at a speed of 75 miles per hour. Um, how do y'all feel about that? Like, I'm, about the article itself, the news of his death, rest in peace to him, by the way. But, like, I mean, I, like, with I, all due respect, like, that boy was huge to be on that mm-hmm. ride. It was just complete and utter 
negligence honestly like yeah you supposed to be doing your ride at the uh, at the job even if it clicks like why are you forcing me you clearly had to force it if you had to strap him in i mean y'all saw how he looked before he went up that joint did not look secure at all in the least bit and i I feel sorry for the family yeah i feel sorry for everybody i I feel sorry for his friends all of that like it's just terrible yeah here's what i have to say about this here's what i have to say about this First of all, I mean, it's a tragic story, no matter which way you look at it and everything. But to compound the, the tragedy by <clears throat> with people sh- sharing this shit on social media, especially on Twitter, you're watching someone die, literally die, and you're repeating it over and over and over and over and over again, retweeting, reposting, all this other shit. Why? And that's not the first time, that's not the first incident of, of watching someone die that has been shared over this, over, since this happened. Yeah. There was another video, and there was another incident that happened where a little, where I, it's a teenage girl and her cousin, they were playing, dumb dumbs were playing with guns. She shot, his, she shot her cousin and ended up shooting, her, shooting, her, shooting and killing herself. That don't need to be on. Like I every every I saw those videos and when I realized what was happening, every time that it came on my timeline, I reported it. Like no one should no one that like, no one should have to like their those families, the family of their young of that of the boy <clears throat> the boy who, who died on the ride, the family of those two teenagers who one got shot and one shot herself and killed herself at the end. After she realized that uh, she killed her cousin, that shit, that family should not have to re, you know, they go on social media or whatever, they go on Twitter. Those families should not have to have to relive that trauma every single day, you know, and, and see how their how their child or you know how their family member, their loved one died. Like, we need to stop doing that shit. Agreed. Point blank, full stop. Agreed. Uh, fucking greed. It's shit. Like it's almost like people are glorifying glorifying their deaths when they when they post that when they retweet it and all of that shit. No, that's trauma. Mm -hmm. We got enough trauma in our lives that those families are dealing with the loss of a loved one. To have it repeated over and over and over and over and over and over again, that just makes it even makes an already tragic situation even even further tragic. Exactly. Yeah, I'm. You know, I think we're all praying for his family. Rest in peace to him. Real heavy topic, but it it, it resonated in me because I think we all talked about it before. This was like early in the podcast thing. Like, Q knows this. Like, I don't do roller coasters like at all. Um, I got stuck on the Joker's Jinx here in high school. So we had senior, dang, like, so Shay and I went to the same high school and she probably knows the story. Uh, but a couple of our folks from our school, including myself, got stuck on the, I mean, it was either the two-face of the Joker's Jinx for like six hours. And yeah, this is at Six Flags. I think Six Flags closed right now because of COVID. But Six we got Flags stuck America. On, yeah. <laughs> So we got stuck on there for six hours. But guys, I'm going to tell you what the real issue is here. Mm -hmm. 
you have these dangerous rides being manned by children. And, oh, and, and, um, and even though that has been happening forever, you know, it's been, we've all worked, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have worked at an, an amusement park at least once in our lives, especially as a teenager, because you want all the perks of being able to get mm-hmm. into the park and different things of that sort. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. But what you have to understand is that they're dealing with hundreds of thousands of people a day. Mm-hmm. And they are in control of something that is extremely dangerous. I just don't see how a child can be deemed an overseer for something. I just think that the whole, they just need to rethink the whole process of like, who they put in charge of certain things let the teenagers Mm -hmm. man the you know cleaning even the cooking okay that's fine and then some of the little childish games where you throw shooting a basketball or you know but as far as being in control of these roller coasters and i just don't think that they should be they should be the ones running them i just don't it's very rare that they have someone 21 and older actually uh, you know, partnering with them. There's <clears throat> someone older there that is overseeing something because they're kids, they're rushing, trying to, you know, it's a big crowd. They're trying to hurry up and get everyone on. You know, they may have heard it click once or twice and thought, okay, he'll be fine. But the truth of the matter is, <clears throat> as a plus size person, you also have to use your common sense if you don't feel safe. So when he said to his friends, <clears throat> you know, if I don't know, like I might, if I don't make it off or whatever, tell my parents I love them or whatever he said. I can't quote it, but something along those lines. If he felt that way, his first reaction should have been to remove himself. If I mm-hmm. ever struggle on a ride to butt, buckle myself in or anything like that, I'm not getting on it. Period. Yeah. Agreed. And like I haven't seen the yeah, videos. Also, Orlando. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was oh, going to no, say go Orlando has a lot of janky ass amusement parks that are not really regulated well. Like apparently, they said this ride is not even supposed to go up, and all the little safety signals were green when they sent it up. So mm-hmm. if everything's green and you click and you did everything in your power, they said when he went up, he was fully secure. The uh, machines registering that everything is fine, but then you have a wait number. Like I know they'd be having a sign that'd be like, "If you're over, say two hundred mm-hmm. pounds, are you over two fifty? Don't get on." Because even though it may click, that momentum of just dropping is going to change mm-hmm. everything. Like y'all know physics, like speed mass times speed equals acceleration or whatever. That man was going. And yeah. for all we know, it could have been at such a speed and weight that it broke the fucking things off. Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. like, even even if, like, 
you know, the teenagers did everything or they had grown ass people or whoever doing it. He should have never been on the ride because it was not calibrated right. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, exactly. it wouldn't have worked. And, it, and it's sad because, you know, this is a young dude. He only 14 years old. I mm-hmm. mean, I personally wouldn't have got on the shit. I would have been like, yeah. nah, my big ass too big for this. Like, I'm not about to do mm-hmm. this. Especially the way that they said at first it wasn't trying to click. Like, nah, I'm not about to get on something that I got to, you know, suck in my weight and then it clicked. And then as soon as I right. I busted the lock. Like, nah, like that's scary to me. Facts. That is a fact. Um, I guess moving on really quickly, um, there was an article. I'll, I'll save that to the next episode if y'all want to talk about it with the whole situation with uh, basically a Tennessee comproller, like, they wanted to take over a black town because Ford decided that they were going to make like a manufacturing like plant there. And this actual town is like black owned. They have like their own thing going on down there and white people pretty much want to come into that town and take over. So, I mean, water's wet. That's just shit they do. Right. So I think we can probably skip that article. Um, do any of y'all actually watch Atlanta? I do, but I haven't seen the new episodes. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. I don't, I don't watch. Right. I, I don't watch Hillary like that. Sorry. All right. We we will skip it. Um. Wow. I actually, I really implore y'all to like at least the first episode of this season. Um. Because I really want to dialogue with y'all about that episode in particular. Because a few, I think. Right. What is it on? What is it on? Um. Do you re- do you remember the Hart family murders? No, I don't. I don't watch. It, it was the. No, I don't watch. It TV. was. Well, it was a two, it was a real life thing. So it was two white women who kept adopting kids. So they adapted like a family, well, not a family, but like four kids pretty much. So it was, I think two girls and two boys and they were like feeding them like uncooked chicken. Cause I mean, white, um, pretty much had them sleeping in like little bunkers and stuff. It was just really like bad conditions. And at the end of it, they ended up driving themselves and the kids off a bridge killing the entire family so that's how atlanta season three starts yeah so it's on fx um now usually atlanta is one of those like i don't have cable i'll i'll give you my password but basically it's one of those feel-good shows you know a little bit of humor some darkness and stuff like this but Donald Glover kind of like, for me, went a little bit over the edge with this one because after taking off three years, pretty much, you come back and that shit like slapped everybody in the face. I'm like, yo, nobody was ready for like trauma porn on, you know, a Wednesday, especially after like snowfall and shit. Like, I'm sorry, it comes on Thursday. So it was just a lot to kind of like unpack for that episode. So I went through and like read the article about the Hart family murders. That was some real sick shit. But the show, it paralleled that. And for somebody who didn't know about the case, I really was just watching that episode. And then if you want to look at that case, look at it, because we got to start protecting like, you know, kids who are adopted and, you know, the families that they go in. Because I know that D.C. has like a really big population, like homeless and adopted kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it made me think like, yo, like what happens to like these kids who go to these families that they don't choose? Like, hey, you go to a family like the Hart family who, you know, it could be, you know, Two men, it could be two women who they don't know the dynamic of a black kid, you know, what they had to go through and shit like that. Not at all. So one of the kids. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Not just homeless and adopted kids. 
<clears throat> um, you know, it's a big, we have a big population of that in D.C., but we also have a big population of kids who are in the, who are in the foster care system that are mm-hmm. living in foster homes that are um, in the care of CFSA or yeah. uh, Child Protective Services. And mm-hmm. a lot of those kids, I, I can speak from this fans because I was one. My sister and brother and I were in the system. Um, mm-hmm. I you know, I was one of the lucky ones. I was one of the lucky ones. You know, I finished school. I finished high school. DC paid for me to go to, to go to college. I didn't graduate. I didn't have to graduate with thousands and thousands of dollars of student loan debt because it was all paid for. But you have you have kids that are you know aren't as ambitious as I am, or you know don't didn't have. A, you know, a strong support system mm-hmm. and was motivated to be better, uh, you know, than, than my parents or be better than the situation that I was in. You have a lot of kids that fall through the cracks. You fall through the cracks. And you have a lot of kids who, because they're in the system, they end up, you know, they may be part of the foster care system, but they end up part of the criminal justice system. We actually about those kids too. Agreed. Agreed. I have a yeah. question. How do foster parents? Okay, so you hear a lot about like kids getting abused in their foster home or they're living in terrible conditions by their foster parent. And my thing is, how the fuck do they even get accepted to be foster parents if they some shit? Well, if they're, well, well. There are there are a lot of now. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of good foster foster family foster parents. Oh yeah, no, I know uh, some good foster uh, no, no, families. But they're but they're but the, like before, like the, the the requirement to become a foster parent now have been ex- extra incrementally strengthened. Like it's yeah, I'm about to say old. it's strict to be it's a foster parent now. now. Like. But before, all you had to all you had to do was show that you had a stable. You had a stable living environment. Meaning you had stable housing. Um, mm-hmm. and basically, and that you didn't have and that you didn't have a criminal record. Not just a criminal record, like you wasn't a sex offender, you didn't commit a crime of violence, anything like that. Now, mm-hmm. now you go through a full to become a foster care, you go through a full background investigation. Jesus. And, and yeah. Some, and some and some bad actors do slip through the cracks. It happens in every it happens everywhere. It happens in every form of um, you know anything dealing with children. Um, mm-hmm. You have some that fall through. You know they can slip through the cracks, and then when something happens, then it's a oh shit, what did we miss? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But basically. <laughs> Basically, in the past, because it was lucrative, it was lucrative to be a foster parent because you know, say, say if, say if, if the child that you're fostering gets SSI payments, you get those payments. The, the, mm-hmm. the foster parent gets those payments, and a lot of times, or, or any other type of assistance, whether it's cash, food stamps, tandem, or back in the day when it was, uh, 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 I forgot what it was called. Uh, AFDC, aid to families with dependents, dependents and children. Um, mm-hmm. 
it was it was highly lucrative to be a foster parent because you were making dough. Like mm-hmm. taxes, you can file them on your taxes, get and get those and get you know the ten thousand dollar refunds, uh, tax refunds, all of that. It was highly lucrative. Now it's not so much. It still is, but it's not so much now. Mm-hmm. And that's you know people. People, yeah, like I said, there are people that get into it for the right attention. They genuinely want to help. Uh, they genuinely want to help kids that yeah. are in situations that are in no, that they have no control of. But you have grifters like Donald Trump who are in it for the money. They're not in it because they want to genuinely help a child or they want to genuinely be a good human being. They're in it because oh, it's a cash cow. Mm. Hmm. So that's just crazy, man. Yeah, like I, well, this is a slight. Sorry. Oh, that's Iris. Sorry, this my is bad. About Go ahead. the foster part, so much as about the Atlanta mm-hmm. episode, of Atlanta, and like how he came out the gate, like with this first episode. Now I didn't see it, but something that I've noticed about now, mind you, I love Childish Gambino. I really fucks with Donald Glover, right? But I mm-hmm. feel like I've noticed this trend. Maybe it's just me. Um, I've noticed this trend of folks who spent a lot of their early career catering to non-black um, and like white, but also mainly non-black audiences. And mm-hmm. then they have like, it'd be specifically black men too, I will say, who come out having this like reawakening mm-hmm. and they feel like they gotta be extra woke. For example, the This Is America, like, video and everything, that's what that gave me. Like, that's mm-hmm. what it gave me. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, a lot of the episodes in Atlanta. That's what it it, it gives. Um, and I just think it's real interesting, because, like, I don't know if anybody else saw, um, anybody else watched Love Life on HBO Max, like, I, where homie has his, like, after, no no offense, Greg, because I know you got a white wife, but, like, no, where no, homie no. was with his wife, <laughs> where he was with his white girl all this time, they together mm-hmm. as hell, da, 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 and then he had a whole like, hold up, black black women, hold on. Mm-hmm. Like he had a Negro awakening where he's talking about like how ugly white babies are and everything in like t- text messages to his new black love interest at the end. And I feel like they're like a lot of, I've noticed it with like a lot of celebrities. They just have like this Negro awakening where they're over here just like, mm-hmm. damn, I spent so much of my career catering to Catering Cooney. to white people and now black people. Yeah. yeah. Let me go ahead. Yep. Yeah. A lot of the folks who were on Vine and shit back in the day, who were now Short on every fucking BET Short original. <laughs> they on every damn BET original movie, black lead movie on Netflix and Prime and shit now. So yep. I just always think that's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder I if something agree. happens, like they have a moment <laughs> where they realize, <laughs> yo, I'm a nigga. I will always I be think so. They have a Negro awakening. <laughs> they have a Negro awakening, bro. I swear it. They like somebody says, you know, you're not like those other Negroes. And you're like, damn, wait, what do you mean by that? Right. Like, hold on. Hold on, Paul. What do you mean by that? Who what do you, you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge fact. Well, this has been a heavy segment for news. Let's just do First 48 real quick. So Q or I guess like Q, what is First 48? Okay, First 48 is a segment in the show in which we go over crazy crime stories that happen, usually in Florida, a lot of times 
second most messed up state in the country. You can guess which state that is. Uh, we have to guess where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And Q would have told y'all the name of the state if he didn't want to get slapped by Iris. So um, basically, that's why he didn't tell y'all. I don't y'all. mind getting so, slapped. I'll say it. New Jersey. I was too far <laughs> to slap anybody. That's first of all. Just because this all the only thing this brings up, anytime he bashes Jersey, we know that it's because he's hurt. And honestly, now we just got to like accept it is because you've been hurt by a New Jersey. And sorry about it. I hate that for you. But anyway, <laughs> back to the task. Yeah. Well, the, f- the first article for the week says that a dirty cop was caught with his pants down in an X-rated TikTok video. So a cop from this state probably thought that nobody was watching when he took his squad car to a scrubby area off of a quiet road walked around the back and started having sex with somebody while in full uniform. But somebody high up in a nearby telecommunications tower started filming and uploaded the videos to TikTok last week, where they quickly racked up more than 15 million views. Now the officer identified as Larry Benjamin Thompson, and Benjamin is like, I guess his like AKA, has quit and a record of past misconduct has come to light. He accidentally discharged his gun shooting a colleague in the arm along with other things guess the first 48 state where the dirty cop got caught on tiktok florida <laughs> florida what about you chris iris mm. well, i know iris she ain't gonna say jersey what, texas okay damn uh, um. Georgia. Iris is absolutely right. This happened in Georgia. Next first first 48 article says that a Red Robin restaurant staff concealed semen in a salad after a customer had, I guess, racial discrimination. So the full article says Red Robin restaurant staff Concealed semen in a salad after customer alleged racial discrimination lawsuit claims. Um, a Red Robin restaurant in this state served a disgusting salad dressing to a man who expressed his ire that employees racially discriminated against his family, a new lawsuit claims. The resident identified in court papers as only TC consumed a decent amount of a garden salad before realizing that human semen had been concealed inside of the leafy greens. Holy shit. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah. So the guy was black who ate the salad. So I'm assuming that he said that he was being racially discriminated against at a Red Robin and somebody ejaculated in his salad and gave it to him as a fuck you for saying that he was being discriminated. Oh, Holy no, hell. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> yes, the, guess the... Guess the first 48 state where that shit happened. Jesus. Texas. Texas. Florida. Ew. Red Robin. Where they be at? <laughs> yeah. National chain. Red Robin's everywhere. It's a national chain. Red Robin. You know how I, saw I saw the fact that you said the yum. Um, Carolina. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm, I'm so sick of Texas. You going with Virginia? And you went with Texas. Yeah. Would you? Which one you say, Chris? I said Florida. Florida. This 
ironically happened in Portland, Oregon. Wait, the hippies? The, yes. The fucking hippies? The, the, yeah. It, the town is called Clackamas, and it's spelled C-L-A-C-K-A-M-A-S. So the civil suit that is being seeked for a million dollars in damages from Red Robin for sexual abuse, negligence, and racial discrimination against the man who was black, according to the lawsuit filed on Monday in Multnomah County Circuit Court. Uh, he believes it was done on purpose that somebody, t- yeah, yeah, bro. N- nobody just nuts and salad, bro. Nobody, like, exactly. Right. Nobody is doing that on accident. That's a new salad dressing. What the hell? I don't, uh, I'll pass. Yeah. Just give me the lettuce. Just give me the lettuce. <laughs> Now, we have a couple voicemails. I'm going to play these, and then we go to the next first 48. Yo, Greg, what's going on? Shay, what's up? Chris, Principal, Iris, what's going on? How y'all doing tonight? Yo, Iris, I was just going through your pictures. Um, I see you Um, you uh, you uh, really gifted with the uh, the special effects makeup. I was looking at some of your pictures. I'm like, damn, she uh, she dope. Like, you could definitely be, uh, could be um, doing stuff for movies and stuff. Mm. Look at that. Look at Thank that. You. I appreciate that. All right. Shout out. Okay. We have three from April 30 to Golden Stereo. I'm sorry, the Stereo Goddess. Louisiana, New Orleans. Oh, oh well, he he was almost close. What day? I'm sorry. Georgia. That was definitely Georgia. I'm assuming he was talking about the dirty cop. So, yes, you were right with that one. I wonder what his guess was for the second one. Red Robins don't be everywhere. Uh-uh. <laughs> they be like, they oh, exclusive to just the South. I ain't never seen one in New York City. That, that There's is a true. Red Robin in Jersey. There's a Jersey. Jersey. There's in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. There's really Red Robin in Jersey. They everywhere. Yeah. That's crazy. They got them in the DMV. This one in Bowie. <laughs> like, I did not know that. Red that Robin, Bowie Town Center. Pull up. <laughs> well, the n- next article it says an extremely intoxicated couple stole a school bus for a joyride, crashed through a fence. Deputies say so. According to this article, it says that the uh, couple was extremely intoxicated, stole a school bus on a joyride before crashing it through a neighbor's fence. Deputies say that no, uh, just one man was arrested in the incident, but later determined through uh, surveillance that he had an assailant with him. Says that they were called just before 4 a.m. when neighbors woke up to a school bus being crashed through their fence into the yard. The driver and his girlfriend were both restrained by the neighbors until the deputies could arrive. That's the first 48 state where you go on a date <laughs> still in the magic school bus. California. Yeah, it, it, it does give California. South Carolina. Okay. Okay. All right. So this one, unfortunately, happened in Georgia. And unfortunately, in Georgia, we, we have two more first 48s. We're not going to do dope and open. We're, actually, we'll do one dope and open and we're going to be done. So um, this article says that a man wanted. I'm sorry. A man is wanted for stealing four thousand. Actually, hold on. Voicemails first, because people have voicemails. Yeah, y'all must have just built it. They didn't exist when I lived up there. But all right, I mean, See? you know, y'all live up there, so y'all know a whole lot better than I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to give some people time after it the article was thinking, actually. I'm <laughs> saying Red Robin real. been on the boom. <laughs> I was, I've I never Eight, eight years ago? I'm not point. a fan like, of Red Robin because I really don't fuck with burgers. I probably eat a burger like twice a year. 
But if you love burgers, that's I guess that's you. the place for you. It's really yeah. not. If you love burgers, then you would want to go to a place that's like a specialty burger place. I fucked with a burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I just, I can't do Five Guys anymore. That shit had my heart pulsing. Mm, never again, guys. bro. Never again. Ollie Trolley in D.C. If you're ever in D.C., go to Ollie Trolley. That shit's so That is cool. a fact. That oh is a fact. God. That's the best sandwich. I mean, burger. <laughs> East of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We got one more from April. Okay, stolen school bus definitely Wisconsin. It sounds like Wisconsin. It's giving real Wisconsin vibes. <laughs> See, he was close. He was close. All right, let's get to the next one. So it says that a man was uh, wanted for stealing four thousand three hundred dollars worth of oil of Olay products from Walgreens. Really? Yep. A man is wanted for stealing four thousand dollars worth of oil of Olay products at a recent stop in Walgreens. Deputies say that on Sunday, March 20th, the male suspect walked into a Walgreens and walked out with more than 4,000. Okay, hold on. We got to pause. What fucking Walgreens CVS pharmacy has $4,000 of one product just sitting on the shelf? Yo, Olay is expensive. Oh, that way. It was probably in a white neighborhood because they don't lock the shit up there. See? I, I was thinking like me, because I was like, yo, where in the fuck? He must have went into the back of the back of the store. But says that the suspect entered the store wearing a face mask and carrying a backpack. He then walked into the cosmetic section and stashed the Olay products inside the backpack. So, yeah, like you said, this shit must have been expensive, right? When the backpack became too full, he stole a laundry bag from the next aisle and began filling that. Yo, how much fucking time did he spend at a goddamn grocery store? Uh, I'm sorry, in the uh, Walgreens. He casually walked out with the stolen products and then he drove away in a black Infinity SUV. The thief was described as a white man, thin build with beautiful long brown shoulder length hair that was slicked back at the top. <laughs> so, Not that yeah, saying beautiful in the criminal description. <laughs> yes. they, they said with beautiful long brown shoulder length hair that was slicked back at the top. How the heck? See? Mm-mm-mm. And again, he was white. So, guess the first forty-eight state where you know people are still in four thousand dollars worth of hair products. Florida, California, California. What you got, Chris? Oh, Chris just. Oh, Chris said, "Nah, she ain't gonna guess." I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the voicemails first. So, Quayton, I'm out in Jersey for the week. I was looking for um, some burger spots uh, tonight. Um, there's a place called Slider Up that I went to earlier. They, um, they burgers is I. They, uh, they actually they they use potato bread too. So the shit was I. It wasn't the best, but I ain't complaining. Okay, all right. We got one, uh, two more. We got Ill Will, and then we got April. That sounds like California. Okay. Sound like California? <laughs> I was just thinking the same Iris, Iris and I was thinking the same thing. Bitch, beautiful. Why the fuck they like this nigga just took you off all you got and then you call right. him beautiful? <laughs> that beautiful long hair. So Jesus robbed them, basically. Basically, Jesus robbed them. I'm sorry. And my much. name is Jose the Hype, by the way. This Jose is Jose the Hype. The Hype. Oh, April shit, 30th Jose. is this is the Golden Mike Awards. I changed my name to April 30th Golden Mike Awards. See? So that y'all know when the Golden Mike Awards is. See, I, I got to do better. I'm sorry, Jose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But all of y'all, except for Q, were wrong. This happened in Florida. Because, I mean, F- Florida itself. It's Florida. In the last first, what the hell? Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was Florida. And the last first 48 article for the week. Man and a woman are a man and a woman are arrested after trying to spend fake money at a Dollar General. Yeah. Um, so it says that the investigation began last week where sheriff's office took a call from a Dollar General. The store clerk said that a man and a woman later identified as 57 year old James Lacey and 30 year old Bianca DeHart tried to pay for items with some counterfeit bills. According to the sheriff's office, the clerk said that Stacy, I'm sorry, that Lacey claimed that he received the fake money from the roadway in motel. They continued the investigation only to find out that either party could confirm that they actually stayed at the hotel. Guess the first 48 state where you're using counterfeit money at a dollar store. Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania. Damn. <laughs> that was pretty fucking specific. Chris, which one you got? Which first 48 state you got? I don't know what's wrong with my mic, but I've been trying to scream. Nevada. <laughs> Okay, so Nevada, we got, you said Western Pennsylvania, right? Western Pennsylvania, yes. yes. Western Pennsylvania, okay. and Q, go uh, ahead and say it, because I already know what you want to say. In West Philadelphia. New Jersey. New Jersey? <laughs> New Jersey. Okay. Um, you all... I wouldn't even would be mad at this one was Jersey, to be honest. You know, that is funny. That is funny. Uh, we got three voicemails, so... I'm going to say Arkansas. That's a good guess. We got Arkansas. Yo, that dollar store story, that, that, that's definitely some New York shit. Gotta be. <laughs> see? You got a New York? We got a New York and a Jersey. New York <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. And we got there was a dollar store right around the Arkansas. Feels arkansas to me. You get fake dollar bills. You know, did they walk up in there with Monopoly money? Did, is that how they knew that the money was fake? It had the Monopoly guy on there with a monocle. Is that yeah. how they knew? Uh, <laughs> maybe it was New Mexico. It feels like New Mexico as well. Y'all are crazy. Bro. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, unfortunately, again, the, the most fucked up state in the country is the culprit. This happened in Florida. It actually happened in, according to the article, Dade County, Florida. So that, that could be a large spectrum of places. Yeah, that damn Florida fucked up again. Fucked up again. Honestly, All right, so South Florida shit because it'd be a lot of scammers out there. <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right, so we're not going to do dope and dope this week. I wanted to just give you guys a chance to do the unpopular opinion because you know we we I like unpopular opinion. So basically, for anybody who's listening, the unpopular opinion, all of us go around in a round table and we give our unpopular opinion of the week that neither one of us can actually go and try to dispute. Uh, Shay usually has the most controversial ones. Iris has the ones that make you think. Q's are usually like, just like, as long as it doesn't involve Florida or Jersey, he's fine. And Chris is just like, you know what? Whatever's on her mind. Me, I usually stay out of it, but this week I'm going to actually put one in. So let's start with Q. Q, what is your unpopular opinion? Uh, unpopular, my unpopular opinion. Okay, let's see. Hmm. My unpopular opinion for this week is oh shit i just had it and i lost it come back to me i'm thinking of it think it letting it come back to my brain right now chris what's your unpopular opinion if you have one 
Oh, you said me? Yeah. Oh, hmm. All right. Unpopular opinion. Oh, I got one. 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 Okay, so unpopular opinion. I feel like sometimes black people be your own worst enemy and y'all keep cooning. That may not even be um, unpopular, but I feel like we as a whole be doing some shit that looks real janky in front of other races. And then we get mad when they say that we be acting a fool. No. If anything has taught me this whole week that we need to get on one cohesive plan to stop upholding white supremacy. But yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. That some niggas just be making all niggas look bad. Mm. That's a damn good one. Um, for me, mine is this housing market is garbage. Um, I don't know. How I don't they think that's unpopular. People. I think that's pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> Fact, but here's the here's the thing though. So y'all know I've been like looking for the house and shit, right? So the unpopular opinion is every time we find a house that we like, the fucking interest rate goes up because of inflation and the fact that you know the world's fucked up in the states, right? Um, so one guy that I was talking to on Reddit, he's like, well, you know. A lot of people are buying in cash. And I was like, cool. But my issue is, and I guess this is an unpopular opinion as well. How the fuck can you expect people to afford the homes in like the United States and shit like that when they cost so much? Like HOA uh, fees should not. Wealth from slavery. You know what? You're right. You, you are absolutely right. I, I just don't get it. Like. This housing market is shit. I just, I'm not a fan of it. Um, we went into a house today that the basement was the size of a bathroom and they wanted $425,000. Um, they, they still had wood panel. I'm going to send you, I think I showed Q the photo of the house. It had a handicap rail, like an actual ramp. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait. Yeah. And it's a fucking townhouse. But this is the thing. I feel like, okay, Greg, and you might be able to comment on this more. But, okay, so I see a lot of people buying houses that are my age right now, right? Mm -hmm. They buying either new construction townhomes that easily cost half a million and up. Or they're mm-hmm. buying, you know, renovated townhomes that easily cost, I'll say maybe, if a good price, maybe two eighty five to four hundred thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I make pretty decent money, but I know I'm also not at a place where I feel like I'm comfortable enough to buy a home, right? I just want to know how the fuck are y'all niggas affording this? Like the math just ain't mathing to me. Like, and it feels yep. like to yep. me. That somehow they get in these homes, right? And like in a year or two, the whole shit about to blow up because there's no way you're going to be able to sustain the increase of the interest rates that are about to come up. Like you might have went in there like, you know, 9%, 13%, whatever. And now you're already at 15, 17, 18% and you're only in your home for year two. Exactly. You that bitch for 30 years. Like what the fuck are you Man. about to do? I'll do you one better. They, when we, when we started this journey and I I know we kind of like going over, but when it comes to this, they told me like, Oh, like 
don't look for your forever house. I'm like, yo, for $400,000, that shit better be my forever house. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, with inflation, stuff like that. Because when when I look at some of these houses, like houses that were like in 2000, right? Like these homes sold for like $117,000. Fast forward to 20, you know, 21, 2022, these homes are going for 350 to like $450,000. So that person can literally buy their next house. But the issue with that is, since it's a seller's market, people are selling their homes to be in a seller's market. So then they got to go and compete for other homes. So that's problem number one for me. Problem number two, you know, the first time home buyers thing is nice, but there are so many people because of fucking shows like House Hunters and the all those like renovation shows, people flip houses. People that really ain't got a real life job, they just tweet and shit, they flip houses. They go and buy a house for like $400,000. They go and, and like add marble. These yeah. homes, the renovations are cheaply made. I know Cheap. somebody who bought a house, right? Mm-hmm. That joint looked nice. It was fully renovated, little, probably built in the 1970s home. They knocked it down and made it into an open floor plan, right? Mm-hmm. Past the little initial expression. Mm-hmm. So three months of her living in the house, there's a dip in the floor. She's like, hmm, yep. let me go call a contractor. Why is there a dip in the floor? When they knocked out the wall or pillar to make it an open mm-hmm. floor, it was part of the um, foundation. So it was 20 See? grand to add another foundation beam in the basement so that the fucking o- open floor plan that they created for the renovated house to stand, or her whole shit was about to cave in. That's Six, twenty nope. grand. You mean to tell me I started up twenty grand at least for a down payment, then have another twenty grand for repairs, and within the first mm-hmm. year? Yep. How are y'all affording this? I really don't get it. Like, like maybe, maybe I'm just not good with money. Maybe I need to stop buying Starbucks or something. But I just can't see. Like I like, and my thing is, I know. I'm making a decent amount, but it's just not realistic to me. Like, how y'all doing this? The you got to be married. Married or dating. You got to be married or dating. It, it's really that simple. Um, that or you got to have cash. On, the, on a single income at all. Like, <clears throat> and even if it's, you have kids, that's another thing. Like, how the fuck y'all doing this with kids? I know kids is expensive. Like, now, listen. Kids got to be expensive. Like, I don't know how. Maybe y'all, I don't know. I don't want to dig into nobody's pockets, but for me, I feel like it's very predatory, and I see it all crashing down in a couple of years. Absolutely. What are you about to say, Ari? This just ties into my unpopular opinion so well. Like, Go for it. y'all with the segue. Choosing to have children in this climate, in this economy, in this everything, in this social climate, in this political climate, Mm -hmm. in this Temporal climate, irresponsible decision. Right. Wildly irresponsible. Bananas. Bananas. Irresponsible. It's legitimately irresponsible because I think that a lot of folks feel like it's something that they need to do Mm-mm. rather than something that they want to do. I truly believe that the world, we really ain't got much time left in this motherfucker. Like, I don't think we I have don't much time left. I don't either. And, and I feel like a lot of folks, specifically when my kids are like, oh, but I have my kids to live for. I'm like, dumb because who told you to have the motherfuckers because the world is literally melting like what are you yep. what are you doing you wilding i also feel like when you're always talking about i'm like i also feel like the push for home ownership is low-key a scam 
for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One of the main things that people tell you to push for home ownership is to build generational wealth. What generations? <laughs> What the world is about to explode? And then it don't need to be no damn real wealth because you're not making no money. Hello, equity is low as fuck. Like the repairs are high. These homes are old. Like even with new constructions, like the shit is cheaply made. Come on now, Shorty told me she got a house for. She's like, yeah, I only paid five twenty. What the fuck you mean only? By yourself, and I know you're making what a hundred grand by yourself. Crazy. Now, the only way I would say it makes sense if you got somebody in there living with you, like that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you off there footing the bill by yourself just so you can be like, goals. I'm a home owner, I'm building generational wealth. No, you're building generational debt. Man, it's it's so weird because like one of the guys I work with during the pandemic, he's like, yeah, man, he was like, you know, gas recently. He's like, oh, gas is too high. He said this shit like a month ago. Right. When the prices started going up, this motherfucker decided he was going to go buy a Tesla. And I was like, don't you live like right off U Street? And I was like, where the fuck are you parking a Tesla? He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I park it in the office building. And I just leave it here. I was like, so what if you actually need to use the goddamn car? Because everybody who's ever been to D.C. or any like, you know, district like New York or, you know, D.C., once those office garage closes, like close on like a Friday or Saturday, you can't get into that bitch until the next either business day or, you know, whenever you can get it over the weekend. Right. So he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just park it. That's like so you bought a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar car to not drive it because you live in the city. And he's like, yeah. It's like, so what about like charging it up? He was like, yeah, I just, you know, I, I charge it there. I'm like, you're supposed to like not do that. You supposed to have like a house in my personal opinion. If I'm going to pay $175,000 for a Tesla, I'd rather have a, like a garage that's mine or a driveway that's mine to actually charge that shit. But the fact that he leaves his brand new Tesla at work to charge just a little bit asinine for me. But again, poor money management in my personal opinion. But then again, here I am in the house market looking for that. So I agree with Iris when it comes to the kid thing. When we had our kid, um, we found out that Jess was pregnant in 2019. We know this pandemic was happening. A lot of motherfuckers are really going with the notion of, hey, I work from home now. Let's start a family. I can say that. (laughs) I want to say this to anybody who will listen. Stop. Fucking stop. And only... Unless you already have a babysitter planned, I'm telling you now, when we were like looking for babysitters and this was in the thick of like the pandemic, like the end of like 2020, 2021, you know, we had already booked ours and our daycare is like $300 compared to another one of my coworkers who pays $800 a week per kid. Wait, your daycare is only $300? Only $300. And mind you, the baby basically comes home. Baby comes home, she know English, Spanish, and I think the other one's like French or some shit like that. Know all the shit. Like, she know more than me. She know, like, kiss, hug, ABCs. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yo, I don't even know that shit. But again, you know, where we are in, like, Maryland, and obviously, like, you know, the friends that you make and stuff like that, the bonds you build, you'll find a hookup. So in that regard, like, having a kid is nice as long as you have that stability. But there are a lot of people out here just going raw and wanting to start a family because they turned 30. My sister and my future brother-in-law, they were like, oh, after the wedding, like, you can't wait to have a kid. I was like, yes, the fuck you can. Yes, you can. Ain't no going to the club, going to the go-go's, planning trips to Jamaica and shit like that. It's not fucking happening. 
It's not happening. Uh, what is that? Them uh, wipes, water wipe diaper uh, for like babies. That shit for like maybe like 180 wipes is $24.88. I wouldn't advise anybody have to do that shit. I do it every week with those water wipes. Diapers, expensive as shit. Uh, food, like it don't grow on trees. Now I see what our parents used to say. My mother used to tell me like, mm-hmm. oh, money don't grow on trees. Like eat all your food. I see my daughter, like when she's done with eating, like now she's learned to be like, all right, you know, she'll hand us the food or she'll push it to the side. But that, you know, she had like that two month period where it's like, okay, maybe, you know, I cook her food or something like that. She'd look at it. She'd take a bite and throw the rest on the floor. I was like, oh, fuck no. Oh, absolutely not. You're just going to starve today. You're going to bed. Fuck that. Basically, kids are fucking expensive. Don't do it. And if you do decide to go raw, go raw alone. Go and get a vasectomy. Uh, all, all the like birth control that you could possibly do. Um, don't listen birth, to Q. Get that male birth control. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to Q. Q said, "Greg, start a family." Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, it's, it's his fault. <laughs> it's Q's you know, fault. I get blamed for everything. It, I, I said within two years, I said within the first year, you can have a child. Uh, mm-hmm. was gonna get the, uh, yeah, it came true. So I, yeah, yeah, I take the blame on this one. Uh, just imagine what I'm going through. I have three of the little monsters. Mm-hmm. Three, three. They're very, 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 mm-hmm. very, very, very expensive. Especially my now 11 year old who is headed to middle school. <laughs> yeah, just imagine. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Well, well, let's go through these last four, and we're gonna get about it. Power to and y'all. Resist- More power to y'all. I'm out here living my best life. Now, Iris, did you did you have any plans of having any kids, or you just like no, fuck that for a while? So I used to want five, right? So I used to want five Whoa. back in the day when I was like a, a child, and I was like, yeah, I want like five. I want to start at five, right? Mm-hmm. The older I got, the more that got like like lower and lower. Mm-hmm. Now I just realize I'm like. I ain't saying it's completely out of the question. Like if I meet my person and I decide like, oh, let's try this whole kid thing, whatever. But like, first of all, with women, like the risk that we be at just to have kids, the things that we have Mm -hmm. to deal with if we choose to have kids. So the expense, the things that women have to have to deal with, the mortality rate of women give birth um, super high. The fact that like the world is crumbling and shit, it's just like, I'm just like, bro, like, do I want to raise itty kids and, and then like black kids in this yep. current world that we're in? Like, am I trying to mm-hmm. do that? It feels irresponsible. Like, yep. and then also like my life is fantastic. Like I just, and then I just think about all the people who have like to deal with children, like my coworkers and everything that they talk about all the shit they have to do with the kids and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, unrelatable content. I was on a yacht for eight hours this weekend. <laughs> See, so, so the moral yeah. of the story is be like Iris. She's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she's smart. Oh, we we got some voicemails. We're gonna get up out of here after this. Dade County, that's Miami. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's down there in Miami. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dade County be crazy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of mess down there in Dade County. Very New Mexico-ish. See? Oh yeah, see. Jose do not like that. He said, fuck, he said New Mexico twice in a negative fashion. So Q, we might have to put New Mexico on that list, bro. New Mexico might have to make the journey. So let me see. We got ill will. Yeah. Hey, now, Jose, 
Now, according to the Mandela effect, they're saying that the Monopoly man didn't have a monocle. Though I mm -hmm. clearly remember growing up that he mm -hmm. did have a monocle. Yep. Yeah, th there's a lot of... Next week, yeah, we're going to have to I touch got on something to say about the whole I, I got a lot to say about that. So, yes, let's touch on it next week because I yeah. feel like y'all, folks, the internet, TikTok, and all that is conflating Mandela effect with people just not remembering shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, that, that is a fact. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Iris, yeah, yeah, definitely remind me because next week we're gonna have to dive into that one. I, I hope next week we don't have any more Will Smith shit so we can focus on Mandela effect. We got two more voicemails and we're gonna get up out of here. Who pays one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for a Tesla? Teslas, the nice Teslas, are about forty k. Mm -hmm. Same as about like a Kia. What? Oh no, man's went and got the what is it? The Model X. And then he went and I think, what, what do you say? He was like, he got the, I think he's like searching for a house or something like that. So he ended up purchasing a plan that if you get the Tesla, whenever you buy a home, you get the solar panels and shit that go with it. I was like, damn, like, where's all this money coming from? But again, that's him. Uh, let me see. We got one last voicemail. We're going to get about. Yeah, everybody keep pushing me to have kids, asking me when I'm having kids. Like, yo, leave me alone. I'm not trying to have no kids. Like. I'm too. I'm too selfish for that. Like I like to. I like to spend my money on myself. I don't need to be waking up in the middle of, in the middle of the night, changing no diapers, putting nothing back to sleep. I don't want no extra accounts on my PS Five. None of that. I'm good. Now that's crazy. See, that is called self awareness right there. Know that them little crumb snatchers will ruin your life. Just, Q, please explain to them this is the truth. There is no lies detected here. No lies. Uh, I'm glad you know that about yeah. yourself, friend. I'm glad you know yeah. none at all. Yeah, none I envy all. Iris. When we be seeing her on the socials, and I'm like, dang, Iris out here just thriving right now. Meanwhile, I'm changing diapers and shit. Well, one day. One day when, you know, in 19 years when she's going and having spring when breaks and shit. When the world has self-destructed and the world no longer exists. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be on Mars party, you know. We can go ahead and just as long as we can take like Mexico and just put that like in Mars or on Mars, I'll be fine. I don't like, see you being able to afford the trip to Mars. Shout out to you. Yeah, the, yeah. The way that they're saying, like, you know, I saw twenty. Was that movie twenty twelve? And they were talking about how much it would be to get on one of them ships to go to Mars. Yeah, we ain't gonna make it. So I'm I'm ready for the apocalypse. I, I'm I'm ready for it. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to episode four hundred and eleven of Young Black and Bothered. You can follow us at youngblackpod.com. Why be bothered on Twitter as well as Young Black Pod on um, Instagram as well. We do the show every Tuesday at 9.30. We ran over a little bit late because we went in on that whole Will Smith situation. But obviously, Chris and Iris had to step away. Uh, we have the rest of us. I'm Greg, and I'm joined by my co-host. I'm Iris. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, I'm, I'm running the show back all over. <laughs> Yeah, y'all know who I am. I don't need to reintroduce myself. Just watch this. Listen to this West Us here every Monday, 8.30 p.m. Yeah, and then you'll figure out who I am, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One last voicemail. We're going to get about it here for tonight. Before y'all head off, I'm going to just say one thing. Make sure you're tuned in on April 30th for the final Stereo Golden Mic Awards. That is correct. The final Stereo Golden Mic Awards. The award show that started it off with Stereo of all the award shows is going to have its final curtain. Join us April 30th, hosted by Thotty Scotty and Jose the Hype. 
the last of the Golden Mike Awards. There will be glitz. There will be glamour. There will be stars. Make sure you come with your hair done and your suits on. Who's going to win the last best content creator of Stereo? Mm. Find out April 30th right here on Stereo. Hosted by Scotty Scotty and Jose the Hype. Well, you know, I will. Be I am a not part mad of at that thing. commercial. Shout out to the commercial. Yeah. I am not mad at that commercial. <laughs> shout shout, out, shout out to that. Yes, indeed. So, as as again, for, slaps, get out of here, Q. Get out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see y'all next Tuesday. Peace, y'all. See y'all. Hey, do you have the Wi Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.